What's going on, guys? Welcome to The Holy Hustle. My name's Jalen. And my name's Zach. Here at The Holy Hustle, our goal is to provide real-life examples, our experiences, and provide practical steps to help you become a true disciple of Jesus in our world today. And just to do life together. So without further ado, make sure you guys hit the follow button, the like button, the subscribe button, and you come back every week for a new episode. Let's get right into it. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to The Holy Hustle. I am Jalen. And I'm Zach. We're so happy to have you guys back again for another episode. This is episode six. Six. Um, yeah, we're getting there, dude. Dude, yeah. We're getting there. <laughs> six in. We're that, six deep. If you think about it, I know, for better or worse, our episodes are about an hour long. Dude, that's six hours that we've just, like, invited and God. Manifest. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Dang. Six hours. Yeah. That's Seems crazy. Small. And, and, things and are we like, talk about, like, before the episodes start, me and Zach just talk for, like, an dude. hour. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, we got a lot to get into with this podcast, and we're super excited to have yeah. Everyone here, because uh, we got the mics and we talk uh, in front of you guys, and it's really great. It's like honestly, like the highlight of my week mm-hmm. coming in here and just having uh, some some brotherhood with my with my dude here. But um, man, bro we ship. talk about a lot, bro. Ship, man, we talk about a lot. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. really do. It's crazy because you know, obviously, you guys just hear and see us talking right now. Um, but I'm serious. Like me and Zach have a really good fellowship. Like <laughs> yeah. we can sit and talk for hours. Like before every episode and after every episode, we talk about how excited we are to yeah. just dive into every topic we talk about. So and other things in life, yeah, Dude, and just life. In don't general. talk about golf. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about basketball. <laughs> don't talk about none of that because <laughs> we'll be, we'll go for a while, boy. Speaking of basketball and golf, Dude. I went golfing yesterday for the second time this season. It's uh, March. 16th and uh yesterday it was like 55 degrees warm in the enough. morning it's warming up <laughs> we're getting there we're getting the golf weather um and then basketball man march Dude. madness first day is today yeah. when you guys see this it'll be a little behind but first day is today bruh brackets already busted yeah <laughs> i didn't even fill one out i forgot <laughs> bro Furman beat virginia who virginia was a four seed and virginia absolutely Threw the game down their leg. Literally like, threw the game away. Threw the game away. <laughs> Bro was in the corner of the court and just threw the ball down the court. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man. That's tough. And that dagger three, it's one thing to turn it over. But for for a dagger three seconds later, like, if that's the last time you play basketball, because I know, like, you know, you play sports growing up and you you remember certain things and you're like, oh, oh yeah, like, that gets to me. But not yeah. on national TV. No, no, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are the chances? Um, March and then, Madness. Bro, March Madness. Yeah. And then Maryland, well, this game this game was fine. It was a nine versus an eight. But Maryland beat um, West Virginia. Mm, Maryland yeah. was the eight. West Virginia was the nine. But I had West Virginia to win that one, and they lost. Yeah. So the state of Virginia right now can go... No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can go bless themselves. Yeah, go bless themselves. <laughs> then NBA, too. Or actually... Forget the NBA, yeah. NFL. Everyone's going everywhere yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, Baker Mayfield to the Bucks. Do a timeout. Pause. <laughs> How, you go. No disrespect, Baker Mayfield. You probably not listening, but if you so happen to humble, I'm, stumble, no, I'm gonna make this a clip. Yeah, and actually tag him. <laughs> but Baker Mayfield, if you stumble across this, I apologize. But I'm gonna say this: great quarterback, a lot better than most. All this stuff, dude. Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> If you're a Bucks fan, if you're a Bucks fan, you are not feeling that good right now, man. What was the what was the trade that you were like the most blown away by, or like a signing that you were just like this makes a big difference? Um, I'll go first. It's not done yet, but Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Most yeah, likely. if that happens, then definitely that. That's nuts. Yeah, which I think it will because they already signed uh, Alan Lazard, mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers said, "Listen, if I go to the Jets." Yeah, you're not gonna keep me with the people that are there. Yeah, I'm bringing some baggage with me. Respect to him too for bringing his guys. I'm yeah, do it his way. Yeah, and I know Alan personally. He's a good dude. Oh, that's dope. That's mm-hmm. really. Cool. I played against him multiple times. Oh, where did he go? He went to Iowa State. Oh, and he was Lazard born and raised Iowa. in Iowa. Oh, so he went to. Uh, a school. He looks like Iowa boy. Yeah, he yeah. went to a school called Urbandale. Um, I played against him. I never played against him in football. Um, I did play against him in basketball though, mm. and. Honestly, Cooper? I gave him a run for his yeah. for his money a little bit. We sucked at like our school sucked at basketball, but like 
I was down there doing my thing. Yeah, you know? playing good defense. Yeah, just playing <laughs> yeah. good D. Taking charges. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think that'll be the best, like the biggest blockbuster um, Zeke? deal. Zeke getting released. Zeke, too? I'm glad they released him. Honestly, if you're a Cowboys fan and you're listening, I hope you realize this. Zeke is not a good running back. Yeah. So you guys should be very thankful he's gone. He was, yeah. He was a good running back. But now, dude, Bijan Robinson it's looking like he's oh, going to yeah. go there. And if they get Bijan, then they're just going to... Like, Tony Pollard's obviously a good player, but like... You like Dak? I think Dak's good. I think Dak is the definition of, like, the average NFL quarterback. Like, if you're better than Dak, then you're a good quarterback. And if you're worse, then you're bad. Okay. But... I like that. I... Personally, I don't like him. I don't like... I, I don't, like no, the, He's a good dude. The, the man he Dak... Won, yeah, yeah, he got obviously, yeah. Uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year award. Yeah, yeah. So he's a good dude. That goes without saying. Yeah. But on the field... Not my, not my. He's not very good, pick. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. The Cowboys got a lot to handle this year. They do. Well, the they just season. got Stephon Gilmore, that corner. So yeah. their defense will yeah. be good. But if you can't score points, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, NFL's um, crazy, bro. NFL's crazy right it now. It used to be this way. It used to be NBA was always and NBA is obviously yeah, crazy right, free agency. Right. But it's like the NFL has adopted that NBA free agency of like. The world's on fire. Jimmy Garoppolo to the Raiders. And you're like, what? That's <laughs> another crazy one. I forgot about dude, that. that also, to be Jimmy Garoppolo, like, obviously, this goes without saying. He's a good-looking dude. He got to live in uh, – he got to back up Tom Brady. Went San Super Fran. Bowl, got to go in San Francisco. And now he's, he's been in like, Vegas. He's been – Cool cities. Good-looking dude. Making crazy <laughs> money to be just, like, good enough. Yeah, good enough. No pressure on And Jimmy now he's going to be – he's going to have to be more than good enough mm-hmm. for the Raiders because – They got expectations. Yeah. They yeah. just signed someone else too. Um, they literally just – I can't think of who it is. They just signed another quarterback, but I can't think of who it is. The Raiders did? Yes. Oh, weird. Um, he's probably going to be Jimmy's backup. Okay, yeah. He wasn't like a big name or anything. So. Are you going to the draft? Are we going to the draft? Let's we go. Yeah. We might as well. I'm down, yeah. It's here in KC, for those of you that don't know. KC's so. booming, by the way. Oh, KC, bro, I tell on. you, within the next five years, KC is going to... I think we'll have an NBA team. Yeah. That's what I I'm would hope. To, yeah, I would hope so, yeah. I That'd feel like sick. Seattle, I'm a, I'm a Seattle guy, grew up there, but... Seattle, Vegas, maybe mm-hmm. first, but Kansas City, bro. Like they love, we love our sports here. Um, they'd get so much it love. It would thrive, bro. You put them the downtown. The fans that we have in Kansas is just crazy. I mean, you add Missouri in the mix too, but like Kansas fans are very, very loyal. Yeah, Kansas, Missouri, and Nebraska. If you think about it, none of those are that far from us. So like, tons of people will come flock if we had an right. team, just like they do for the Chiefs and the Royals. But right. We'll pray for that. Yeah. Yeah. Pray that we get an NBA team. Yeah. Maybe we get a uh, an NHL team <laughs> too. Like, who cares, dude? Just give us everything. Yeah, we want it At all. At this point, we're winning everything anyway, right? Yeah, just give it to us. <laughs> give it to us. We're about to win the national championship for the men's March Madness tournament too. KC so. Wildcats, baby. Come on. Come on. <laughs> well, what are we, what are um, we talking about today? Yeah, today we got a big one. Today's <sighs> a big one. Dude. When is it not a big one? When, yeah, when is it yeah. not? But this one is very, very important. Today we're talking about prayer. Mm. And uh, I was telling Zach before we started, I think prayer is for me, one of the three foundations that you have to have in order to build a relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. And that is reading your Bible, worship and praise and prayer. Those mm. three things I think are what gonna are what's going to build your foundation in your relationship with Christ. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, without one of those three, your house is going to crumble. It's like a house built on the sand by the ocean, mm-hmm. you know, all the stuff, all the, all the parables Jesus talked about. Um, yeah, prayer, man. Mm. So I, I think we should also honestly just start off by saying this. Um, we say it in every episode and we'll say it again, but this is such a deep topic that we're just going to scratch the surface today. We'll have a really great conversation, but, um, we're going to scratch the surface, but as time goes on, we're going to hopefully help grow everyone and grow ourselves and yeah. you know, build something great. And I think this is one of those areas where, um, we want to help you guys grow as much as possible and in this area in prayer, because it's one of those things that when you start to recognize and see that God is working through the prayers that you're giving to him, man, it'll change everything in your relationship and your walk with Christ. Oh yeah. It'll, we'll get to this later, but it grows your dependency on Mm -hmm. Christ. Um, because when you go through the word and you do those three things you talked about, you know, praise, praise, worship, prayer, and be in your Bible, um, one thing that's central to all those things is like 
the dependency on God, like making, making yourself and him know that you can't, that you need him. You can't do anything without him. Right. Cause if you don't think you need God and that's something we'll get to too. We just, we'll just get into it. Yeah. We'll just get into it. I don't want to be one of those podcasts. that's like, it's going to be so good yeah, and not yeah, say yeah. anything. Like, <laughs> wait till we get to this. Dude. Yeah. So um, let's just get into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll ask you the first question. Okay. Um, bet. we, again, we touched on this a little bit, um, before we started, but why should I pray? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> first thought my my first thought when you ask that question is why why wouldn't i pray mm. um and i don't want to be that guy so we'll just go past that but why <laughs> should i pray simple as answer because jesus did if we are christians then we're doing our very best to model our life after christ and if you go through the word and you start to notice the things that jesus did um the miracles think of a miracle your favorite miracle i asked Jalen this uh, a second ago and he's like oh jesus walking on water and I'm like, okay, what was he doing before he walked on the water? And he's like, he was up on the mountain alone and he was praying. You know what I'm saying? So prayer is the place where Jesus drew his strength from. So if right. that's where Jesus draws his strength from, should we not take from the same well? Mm. Should we not go to the same place and grow our faith? 100%. Um, one of the scriptures that I have up here is uh, Luke 5.15. And we're not going to sit here and read all, all the scripture all the time. We At the end of this, we'll give you some steps and some scripture to read. Um, but... Basically, this scripture is about the word of Jesus is starting to spread. Like he's starting to gain popularity. Um, large crowds are following him. But what you notice is that he often withdrew to his Eremos or his deserted place or um, the place of isolation to fuel up and recenter around his father. Um, so as Jesus' popularity grew, his prayer grew. And um, he went to his well regularly so that he knew he could be ready for you know what the world had for him next. Um, Something that is really cool that gets missed oftentimes is, like I said a second ago, before Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, before Jesus walked on water, um, before on the cross, Jesus is praying. You know what I'm saying? And he's contending for certain things to happen in his life. Um, and so, yeah, short answer, because Jesus did. And right. There's so much evidence that we could go. We could talk literally for hours just about the pure evidence of Jesus praying. Right. So, yeah. That's so good. Um, for me, I obviously, I agree with you 100%. Mm -hmm. Um, but I will add to that and I will say just from personal experience and what I've seen God do in my life, prayer is very, very powerful and prayer works. Mm -hmm. That's why I would pray. Um, again, Jesus did it, right? Yeah. So I should on. pray because Jesus did. Yeah. But prayer also is very, very powerful, y'all. When you see that God is answering your prayers, and this is something that I'll touch on a little bit later, but when you see that God is answering your prayers and working in your life, you're going to start to notice that you're changing your environment's changing and ultimately you're growing in your relationship because you're not just you're not just going through life trying to do life alone you're instead doing life through a relationship with God mm -hmm. a constant back and forth conversation between you and God that's allowing his will to be done in your life yeah man and <sighs> what i was what i was going to say that i'll touch on later i'll touch on now um i got to find the verse Zach, help me out here uh Pray for God's will to be done. I just talked about it earlier. Is this the one in James? Oh, John, John 14, 13. Okay. And I will do oh. whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Mm. Don't pray just because you want or need something in life. Yeah. Pray for God's will to be done and not for the own things that you want in your life. As soon as you start praying selfish prayers, you'll start to notice that God may not be responding, but instead pray for what God wants to happen in your life and not for your own selfish needs and wants. Mm, that's good. When you started talking about this, it made me think to ask you the question and maybe you've been asked myself is like, um, have you ever truthfully, have you ever lost faith in God because a prayer wasn't answered? Ooh, I'll mm. say yes, straight up. Yes. The answer uh, for me is yes, because I'm kind of buzzing right now, not buzzing, but like, yeah, yeah, Jayla yeah. gave me a cup of coffee and it's good, bro. Yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> I got energy now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to roastery coffee, by the way. Yeah, that is so some good, good stuff. Um, but anyway, yes, because there's been a lot of times that I prayed for certain things and some things you would think that God would deem as good. And I'm not, you were not here to judge what is good and what's not good. Um, but if you do an audit of the things that God prayed or that you prayed to God to do, um, oftentimes we'll find that they weren't good things or they just simply mm -hmm. weren't a part of his plan. Mm -hmm. A heavy one, obviously for a lot of people is like, the loss of a loved one. That's something that is really difficult. You pray for them to be saved and their life to be spared. Um, 
But, you know, we're, we won't get too deep into that because that's mm-hmm. a whole conversation. But what I will say is that God is merciful and he's good and he makes right on all things. Um, but also sometimes you pray for things like to go to the NFL or... That's to, exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, and I don't want to steal your thunder, but like you pray for these things and God's like, I'm not saying that that's good. That's not good enough for you. I have better for you. Um, so if you're out there and you feel like you're praying for God to give you that perfect job where you make $100,000 a year mm-hmm. and you only have to work 15 hours or whatever the case may be, think like for a second, is this really what, is, does God really think that this is good or does he think that this is good enough for mm-hmm. me? Does he have something better? That's so good. Because when you start to be transformed by God, your perception on what is good also is It changes, right. Yeah. That's what transformation is too, is like, you think one way and then you think a different way and the world's going to, you know, maybe make fun of you or laugh at you. Well, good. You don't want to be rocking with the world, mm-hmm. do you? You want to be rocking with Jesus. Mm-hmm. So you're going to start noticing different things are good and you're like, yeah, it matters. But like, I, why, why do I need a 10 bedroom house with a basketball court right. and all this stuff when there's people to be served? Mm. Like, this is not how I should be spending my time shooting hoops. I should be like loving on God's people. Cause he called me to that. Uh, but anyway, so anyway, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's great, dude. Uh, like you said, though, like my situation was when I was praying for God to get me into the NFL. Yeah. And I talked about this a little bit on the last episode, but like that was my dreams and goals. That was my God's going to make it happen because I want it to happen type of thing. Yeah. And when it didn't happen and when I noticed that, like, I'm I'm very blessed in this situation because the whole time I still had faith that it was going to happen. But during this time, I had started to pray prayers instead of me wanting and needing to go to the NFL was more or less, God, I want your will to be done. Yeah. That didn't mean that I just like stopped training for the NFL. I kept training, but I noticed that like my life was shifting from me being so focused and being so selfish on the NFL and like wanting that to happen that instead I started going to church, started, Mm -hmm. started serving. I started using my spare time to read and pray. And like, like you said, transformation, like you notice these things changing in your life and all the old habits, all the old things that you're so consistent and persistent on happening, you'll start to notice you don't care about as much. Yeah. And that's just part of, I feel like, again, that's part of prayer. That's something that you notice happens when you're constantly in that relationship and communication with God. Yeah. It's unexplainable. Um, oftentimes you're around certain people and they see you change. Mm-hmm. They see you start to transform because of your prayer, because of your devotion to the, the to the word of God, because of your praise and worship. And they think it's phony because they know the old you, but they mm-hmm. don't know the transformation that God's putting you through. Um, and so, you know, I don't I don't know why that came out of my mouth, but it's just that that reminder of when you pray, you're going to start to change for the better. Yeah. And um, the things that used to, like you said, that used to matter. Dude, they just they don't just, matter. They don't. But and then other things matter a lot more than you could have ever imagined. Yeah, yeah. But then when those things are fulfilled, then life is like full. Mm. Instead of a chasing after the wind, you're chasing after Christ. And when you never really like catch him, um, because Jesus is Jesus. But when you start to like walk in step with him, then you're just like, you go to bed at night and you're just like, man, life is good. I'm yeah. good. You know, yeah. whether I got everything in the world or nothing at all, I got Jesus. So I'm good. You know, yeah. I, uh, another thing I'll touch on too. Um, and this kind of relates to the power of prayer. Mm. Um, kind of another reason why I said, why should I pray? Damar Hamlin. Yeah. <clears throat> Think about all the people in the world who at that time said, you know what? I'm going to pray right now yeah. that this man would survive this incident that just happened on national TV too. Yeah. And what happened? Brought back to life. You know, God bless the doctors, everyone that was in that situation that had a part of um, you know, it's keeping him safe and bringing him, you know, back to life. But yeah. ultimately, there's only one person that can do that. Mm-hmm. One person. And his name is God. His name is Jesus. Yeah. And it's crazy to think that we as humans who don't deserve any type of opportunity to even be in God's presence had the opportunity to pray as a whole, as a humanity, as a society, mm-hmm. and bring together the power of prayer so that a man could be resurrected. Absolutely. Man, uh, we have a job to do. We've talked about it before Mm -hmm. from the beginning of Genesis all the way to Jesus saying, go make disciples of all nations. And then the epistle books being written, which, um, you know, very beginning Jesus said, or not Jesus, uh, very beginning God said, be fruitful, multiply to Adam and Eve. Fast forward through the Bible. There's tons of explanations, but, um, you get to the life of Jesus and he says, make disciples of all nations, which is kind of what we're here to do. And we're trying to 
facilitate. And then the apostle Paul, which are the books, the epistles, he writes about how to like live out your life in Christ. Um, so you keep seeing this theme of like, we have work to do, right? We, there's something, there's a job to be done and we're here to, you know, spread God's will and it'd be done in our lives. And we know it works because we've seen it before. Mm. We've seen God use Moses, Abraham, Joshua, um, Ezekiel, Micah, uh, all the prophets, Jesus, the apostles, Paul, all of them, all these people, Jalen, mm-hmm. you listener, the doctors mm-hmm. of Demar Hamlin, like God uses people. He and doesn't just put us on the earth and say, cool, now you're done. And that's so crazy to think about, dude, that the people, the same people that, mm-hmm. that God is Holy using Spirit. the same Holy Spirit. <sighs> yeah. Don't, the yeah. same Holy Spirit that is in these disciples, in Jesus, in in Jesus, let's in let's Jesus. say that yeah. the same Holy Spirit that's in Jesus is in us right now, and yeah. it's so like. So, how do you tap into the Holy Spirit? Oof, prayer, prayer, yeah, prayer, reading the Bible, mm-hmm. spending time with God. Prayer is the thing that helps you bring you back to you, mm. who you actually are, not who mm. the world thinks you should be, not who you know the people you surround yourself think you should be. There's something about prayer that just strips away like earnest prayer not prayer like rubbing the genie bottle prayer like earnest searching searching for god prayer Mm. that strips away your old self and brings a new self in psalm 139 i think it is david's writing and dude go read the book of psalms so good so beautiful um love every book in the bible book of psalms is just full of beauty especially if you're like a fan of poetry and like literature um but it's like david says search me oh god and know my heart Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. That's David saying, God, strip me of my old self and make me into who you want me to be. Mm. And then you see David's life, like the fulfillment. And obviously he goes to trials and tribulations, ups and downs. But David is a man after God's own heart. And these are the types of praise that he prayed. And you see the things that happened through his life. There's a connection there. Right. Like, dude is earnestly praying, like searching for God, not searching for himself. If you go in your prayer closet and you find yourself, then... Dude, you're just not you're just not doing it the right way. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're praying selfishly instead of selflessly. Yeah. And yeah. I think that goes into our next question, which is how should I pray? Yeah. And ultimately there's, you know, I think one verse that, you know, would describe it, but there's also a lot of different ways you can pray. And that's what Luke 11, right? Yeah. Luke 11, uh, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, so on and so forth. Um, I learned that, yeah. learn that for one. I will definitely say that. But also when you pray, um, how should you pray? I think this verse is very, very good. Um, it's James 1, 6. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Mm. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is at, is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Have faith when you pray. Know that, pray expectantly. Yeah. And not not. And when I say that, I don't mean... Pray for God to like bring you a thousand dollars or yeah. like that's not how God works. Pray expectantly that His will will be done, not your own. Mm-hmm. And I have a testimony of part part to this, and it's kind of along that same path that I was talking about. But one of the main reasons it's funny to say this now that I am where I am in my life. One of the main reasons I wanted to go to the NFL was because I wanted to be quote unquote famous. Like that was one reason I was like, dang, dude, like. I'll be known for like that one receiver in the NFL. Like people are going to know me as Jalen James, like the NFL wide receiver. Like I wanted fame Mm -hmm. fortune. Sure. It comes with it, but like I wanted fame, dude, look at where I'm at now. Like it, it bring, it makes me very emotional to think that I wanted something so bad in life. And God said, hold on, let me work through it and watch what happens. Yeah. And now I've got, you know, X amount of followers on social media and, all of that just because I decided to say, you know what, God, I'm done praying for my own wants and needs. I want your will to be done in my life. Yeah. And that, that was what happened when I prayed expectantly. Yeah. That's good because uh, you reshaped your prayers mm. to be defined by what God calls good and not what you call good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, we all want things in life. We all, you know, some people are more simple. Some people are more complex. Some people want a mansion. Some people are cool with a two bed, one bed in the middle of the country, whatever it is. Um, but when you pray, pray for God's goodness to be done. God's will. Just like Jalen said, man, that I don't even know what to follow up with that. Cause that was just so good. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it, it's you got, I know you got some, no, stuff. no. <laughs> it's all just a part. I mean, ultimately though, it's just a part of how like your relationship grows. You know, you're praying to God and instead of saying, you know, God, I want this in life or, 
please God make this happen in life. Instead, it's you know what, God, I don't I don't care what I want or need in life. Yeah. I just want I just want you, literally. Yeah. And I think that's the beautiful thing about prayer is like when you create a time and a space, when you pray expectantly, when you're praying how you're supposed to, it's almost like you don't even want to leave that space. You just want to sit in God's presence. And sometimes also, and this is a part of prayer too, and how you should pray, listen. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, come whoa. on, come on. Listen. <laughs> don't, it's not always about saying, God, can you do this? God, please do this. And part of it is listening and giving thanks and saying, God, thank you so much for what you've done in my life thus far. Thank you so much for blessing me with a day of being able to stand, a day of being able to walk. It's little things like that that like some people just completely forget about, but if he cares about the lilies and the flowers, how much more does he care about you? Yeah. And how much more can you sit in his presence and just honestly just dwell in it? Mm. Yeah. My, yeah, dude, that was so good. Um, what kind of relationship do you have if you and I are friends and I do all the talking mm. and, you do, and I do no listening? That's no mm. relationship. Mm. It's simple. <laughs> it's simple. You know what I'm saying? That's what I thought when you said that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be like, it'd, be, it'd literally be like if me and you were having a conversation and I just talked the whole time. And then I leave and then I'm like, and you ask me for a bunch of stuff and I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, what was that? I got nothing, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you, and you, but except I have all the answers for the problems you're going mm. through, but I just don't, you'd never give me a chance never, to talk. Right. And then you're like, okay, now leave. I'm done with you. And where do you hear God's voice? Exactly. In the word. Yeah. And the word in your, and you, you touched on something a second ago too. You said, um, a time and a place. Mm -hmm. That's, that was one of my points too, was, um, building margin in your schedule to give God time, to give Jesus time. Um, a lot of people have like, I have like a daily office where, um, I don't know where it came from, probably some book I read or something, but basically at two o'clock I go into my prayer closet and I pray. I just lay down in there, shut the lights off and I pray. And I do a lot of talking to God aloud and I do more listening than anything these days. Um, just cause I'm like trying to hear what he's trying to say and know when it's God. That's another thing too, is when you pray, a lot of people have the question and one of our close friends, Kirill texted me this week actually. And he's like, how do I know if it's God's God talking to me or if it's my own voice? And I'm like, pray. Mm. If you give God a, a time and a place and say, God, not to sound corny, but this is the holy ground. This is my tabernacle. This is the place that I want you to dwell in, in my whole entire life. But this is my anointed place where I want to hear from you. There's something about giving God that space and that time every day, at two o'clock, every day at 7 a.m., whatever it is, um, that he comes in and you're like, okay, if I hear a voice in here, then it's got to be God, mm -hmm. you know? And obviously you have to be in the word to know what he said to the previous prophets or to the uh, prophets of the old days and all that kind of stuff and to Jesus to know like what his voice sounds like and the types of things he's telling them. Um, but yeah, anyway, all that to say, um, Jesus often withdrew to what is called the Eremos. And this is something that I read a book not too long ago, and it just brought a whole new perspective to prayer. Um, the Eremos is, if you look it up in Hebrew, it's called, it's the definition is the deserted place or the place of seclusion. So Jesus often withdrew to a place where it was just him and God, where he went and talked to God and had community with God and he fueled up. So think about your favorite miracle. Like I said a second ago, chances are he prayed before that miracle mm -hmm. occurred. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorites, uh, is, you know, Jesus walking on water, but also when he was tempted by Satan and uh, lots of different translations out there, but when he's uh, tempted by Satan, you know, he, Satan offers him the world, Satan offers to give him all this power and all this glory and all this other stuff. And uh, first of all, one cool thing is that Jesus quotes the Old Testament. Jesus knew the Old Testament, like front and back. So we should too. So don't <laughs> dismiss the Old Testament because it's so good. good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Jesus is like, okay, I know Satan's coming because this is a part of my life's plan. I better get ready. Let mm. me draw off to my air most mm -hmm. fuel up so that when he's here, I'm going to, that's another thing. I'm going to pray and I'm going to fast. So I'm not going to eat and I'm going to do nothing but pray and be with God so that when Satan comes, I'm ready. Yeah. Not, I'm going to sit around. I'm going to relax. I'm going to eat a bunch. So I get fueled up. I'm going to mm. do all these things. No, he was counterculture. And he said, let me go pray fast, be with my father. So that when Satan comes, I'm at my top, the top of my game, the top of my ability. I'm in super sane mode, you know, mm, and mm -hmm. Satan's still no chance. He still doesn't. And it makes Satan mad because he can't get to Jesus yeah. because he's Jesus. Um, so again, if Jesus has an Eremos, a place that he draws off to, um, you should too. And another thing is like, 
be in constant prayer with God. Don't just say, okay, two o'clock PM is when I pray. And then I'm going to cut him out of the rest of my mm. day. Just try to be in constant communication with him. You might think it's crazy, but like you'll adopt that mindset of always wanting to be in yeah. community with him, yeah. but have a designated place where it's just you and God. Like if you like to drive in your car, that's great. And pray, awesome. But don't let that be your airmos. Right. Your airmos has to play a, be a place of no distraction. Turn off your phone, put it in the other room. No music, no sound, nobody else. Just you and God alone. So good. Read some scripture, tap into what he's trying to say to you, and then let him speak. Yeah. And you're going to be blown away. Like, you're going to be blown away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Dude, this is um, such a big topic. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And I know we say this every week, but yeah. it really, it There's really, prayer, prayer is huge. <laughs> like, very, yeah. very huge. Um, one Thing that I wanted to touch on in the Bible, um, like you were talking about, Jesus goes to areas of seclusion, seclusion to pray. And uh, right now in our church Bible study uh, plan, we're in Mark, and we're actually in Mark 14, which is when they had the Last Supper, and Jesus goes to Gethsemane. Come on. And I'm going to read, uh, like bear with me here, I'm going to read about eight lines here, Okay. So it says, and they went to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. And he took, him with, he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little further, he fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm, mm. If Jesus himself came to you and said, you really couldn't sit here for one hour (laughs) and pray, what would your reaction be? Disappointed in myself, scared. Right. <laughs> the spirit is willing. I feel like at times we need to understand that, <clears throat> excuse me, as believers, our spirit is very, very willing to sit in God's presence and pray. It's our flesh that says, you know what? I could be watching a TV series. Mm-hmm. I could be hanging out with my friends. I could be at work. But remember that the spirit is very willing. And what does Jesus say? He says, and And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. Again, he's even Jesus is praying, God, not what I want to be done, but what you are willing to be done in my life right now in this moment. And this is when he's in Gethsemane. So if you keep reading, this is when um, the betrayal and arrest of Jesus happens. So they come up to Gethsemane and they find him. And Simon Peter uh, kisses Jesus on the cheek. You, Judah. Or, sorry, Judah kisses Jesus on the... Yeah, yeah. Judah kisses... No, 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 no. Judas. Judas. That coffee's on us. <laughs> Judas, Judas kisses him on the cheek. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they arrest Jesus. And it's just so crazy to think that during this time, Jesus knows he's about to get arrested. Yeah. He knows he's about to go and die on the cross. Yet he still prays and says, God, not my will, but your will be done. Mm-hmm. And that's just so, it's so powerful to know that even Jesus says, God, I want your will to be done, not my own. Yeah. And even before that, you see Jesus pray that the bitter cup of suffering, which is actually the bitter cup of suffering goes all the way back to the book mm-hmm. of Numbers. I mean, um, I was just looking for it. We won't get into it. It's a different topic. But um the Bible is so cool, interconnected, got to pay attention to the words. But Jesus asks that the bitter cup of suffering be taken away from him. He doesn't want to die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, at all. And he also prays that God's will be done above all else. And he says, he says it there too. He's re- remove this cup from me. He's, Jesus is saying, I don't want to die right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and God says, that's not my plan for you. Yeah. That's not good enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and God's plan is for there to be no evil in the world. And he knew, like... This has to happen. And and how hard would that be? If you don't have a kid, your animal, someone that you love, to know that you have to like put them through all that pain. Him. And yeah. sure, Jesus ends up at the throne in heaven and he's standing right next to God and all the wonderful things. But dude, we still felt everything. Horrible, yeah, what a horrible way yeah. to go out. You know what I'm saying? And too, we touched on this and you can talk about it more, but what did he say on the cross right before he died? Forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. He said, Abba, Father. Yeah, yeah. Forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, he's praying as he's dying. dying. 
for us. Yes. He's praying for the people that are killing him as he's dying for us. You know, I think, I think life is, life is so crazy. Um, we, I feel like as humans, we like envision stuff happening mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I feel like ever since I became a believer and I've like heard the story of Jesus and studied more, mm-hmm. the more I sit and I think I'm like, man, the moment before I die, I want to be able to be in God's presence. Yeah. Like I want to be like, father, if this is the time, let it be. And I will be with you. Yeah. Like it's so beautiful to think that I could model my life after Jesus and say, you know, that's how Jesus died. He said, father, forgive them for they don't know. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. If we as humans could like, like, that's how I envision, like, say I'm in a car crash or, you know, knock on wood, nothing happens, but God will protect me. But uh, if something like that crazy were to happen, I would love to just sit in God's presence and be like, God, if this is my time. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. hundred percent. And and also like, dude, to get shot in the chest Mm. and you're laying on the ground bleeding and the person who shot you is standing above you. And you say, I forgive you. And you say, not only I forgive you, but God forgive him. He doesn't know what they're doing. Dude, put that into perspective. Like, man, he was so perfect. So, so perfect. And also when you go through the Bible and read about Jesus and you get into prayer and you start to like figure out what he's about and develop his character, you realize how much of a gangster Jesus was. And I'm not talking like, oh, shoot and kill people. No, that's fake. That's whatever, whatever. Jesus was like, that dude. He's him. Man, yeah. He's him. And and also, uh, one thing that I also want to say for how should I pray, um, some of my notes, I just had pray often, mm. um, pray consistently, you know, that way you know when you're hearing from God and when you're hearing from yourself or even right. more hearing from Satan. Right. Um, start with the Lord's Prayer, just like we said. Um, and one thing I definitely don't want to miss is, um, and I'm not here to talk down on anybody, but I want us through this podcast to raise people's standards for how they approach their life with Christ. A lot of us, myself included, have cookie cutter prayers that we have specifically formulated for moments so we can just say it real quick and get it done. Mm. I know people who say the same prayer every single time I hear them pray. Um, Close people that I love dearly. And that's great. Like It's better than nothing. But I just surely hope that you have a more intimate prayer life with God instead of, I hope that this cheeseburger is really blessed. (laughs) You know what I'm... If... If... If the things in your life that you prayed for were blessed, what is blessed in your life then? Who is blessed in your life? That is so good. Who are you missing out on? That's so Um, good. And another thing that I don't want to want to get lost is, no, I'm not saying sit there and pray over your computer mouse and your iPad and all that other kind of stuff. But like, dude, if you care about some people, pray for them. Mm -hmm. Like if you can spend an hour scrolling on social media, like I can watching Hasbula videos, (laughs) you can, (laughs) dude, he's funny. Come on, bro. It's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Um, if you can scroll social media, um, go on a walk, do these different things that maybe are good, but they're just not good enough. Um, you can pray for your people. They're counting on you to pray for them and, and don't put God in the box. Don't say this thing is too small. Um, God doesn't care. Or I, I even worse, I don't need God for this because Mm -hmm. I can handle it on my own. No, you can't. Mm -mm. That's too prideful. Um, some people are scared to pray or they don't want to bother God because you know, it seems like something small, Let's not forget that God is omnipowerful. Mm-hmm. He is all powerful. All he's knowing, everywhere. all powerful, all loving. Yeah, he's everywhere. Yeah. He can. He can. He is. Mm-hmm. That's that's who he is. He says, my name is I am. The same way he cares about me and Zach in this room right now, the same way he cares about you who's listening. Yeah, exactly. At the same time, too. Yeah, at the same exact time. Whether you're listening to this in 2025 or 2023, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it is right now. He's there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So don't put God in a box and say, I don't want to bother him with this, or I can take care of this on my own. No, invite God in and involve him in all the decisions that you make, all the prayers that you have, everything that you're contending for in life, because he can, mm. especially when it's in his will. So good. Yeah. So good. The more I uh, the more I continue to look through um, Logos app right now, the more I'm seeing the fact that scripture supports that when you pray, pray for God's will to be done. Yeah. I feel like I just can't, I can't get over that right now. Yeah. There's so many verses on here. Pray in Jesus name, pray all the time, pray without doubting, pray with the right motives, pray according to God's will. Mm. Every single verse that I'm looking at right now has to do with praying God's will be done. Yeah. And I just think that's so powerful. Yeah. Because God's not a genie in a bottle that's here to bring you a Tesla. Mm-hmm. God is the agent of there will be no evil in the world when yeah. it's when it's all said and done. Believe that. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and he wants us to be in, included in that and to be a part of that. 
Uh, and yeah, it's undeniable, dude, yeah. you get into the Bible and you look, <laughs> we started researching prayer and it was so much and like, we obviously knew a lot of stuff coming or like a decent amount of stuff coming so, into there's this. There's always so much more. There's so much, there's so much there and it's undeniable yeah. God's will. And when God's will is done, dude, the world flourishes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? James four, three says, and even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. Mm -hmm. You want only what will give you pleasure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pleasure is Ooh. man. Yeah. Pleasure you, is the root of all evil. Yeah, and we, we talk about all kinds of stuff. Like some of these themes that keep getting brought up early in these episodes is the golden calf. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, we want to make God in our own image. We define When we define good and evil for ourselves, we go wrong. I think I've heard people say that in the past before. That's definitely not like original. But when we define evil for ourselves, we go so incredibly wrong. And we start to think that we are God. But we want to still say, no, the, but the, the glory goes to Jesus. The glory goes to God. But really, let's think for a second. Is that really what God wants? Mm. How do you know that's what God wants? Because he told you and like, because I just have a feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, get in the word, learn, right. for, know for sure, right. go pray, and you'll know when you're hearing his voice, yeah. you know? Um, another verse I had too, uh, Psalm 40, 13. Please, Lord, rescue me. Come quickly, Lord, and help me. Mm. Ask God for help. Is that David? Um, Probably Psalm David. It's Psalm, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, ask God for help. Yeah. Like, again, praying for God's will to be done, ultimately. But don't forget, too, God is loving. Like, He yeah. cares about you. If oh. you're in a situation of dire help and you need God, you need Jesus, pray. Yeah. Like, that's a time where you should be like, God, listen, I don't know what's happening right now, but I just pray that your will would be done and that you would help me in this situation. Mm -hmm. Ask God for help. That's so important because at times, as humans, we think we can do everything on our own. We can't. Our willpower can only get us so far, but God's power can get you anywhere. Yeah. Because we live in a world where a lot of wills are being done. Mm. And the importance of praying for God's will to be done, and that's honestly where this, like we open on prayer and we want to start with the basics. This is the most foundational piece of prayer is like that his will would be done. Mm -hmm. um, because we live in a world where a lot of wills are being done. Yeah. Satan's will, other lowercase g God's will, mm. individual people's will, whatever it is. Um, and it's like this spider web. And what we're trying to do as believers is make there just be one circle one, where right. God's will is being done in this whole space. So when we see God, we find him and we start to do his will, that circle gets larger. You know what I'm saying? And God takes more ground, more heaven to earth, all the kind of stuff. Um, and if we don't define God's will, then we can quickly contribute to evil in the world. Mm. And God's plan is for there to be no evil in the world. And when we go against God, we get burned. You know what I'm saying? Um, 100%. But yeah, he's so loving, dude. There's been so many times that God has saved me. And the reason why I say oh, the spider web of wills is because when you get caught up in that, bad things happen to you. Mm -hmm. God is not the cause of bad things happening in the world. Like, let's get that straight. His plan is for there to be no evil in the world. So why would he contribute to evil? Right. Jesus talks about a house, to, a house divided is quickly to fall. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we get caught up in those wills. And evil is being done to us because someone else's will is against God's. And who can save you from that? Mm -hmm. Not yourself. Mm. There's too much going on. You need some help. You need God to come and just like wipe the slate clean. And he does, dude. He's done that for me multiple times. Yeah. Very recently from the beginning of my life, just like multiple times. Right, right. So grateful for And it. another thing too um, to touch on, because I was talking about pray to God in times of help. Mm-hmm. Pray to God when you're not in times of help too. Yeah. So when things are going, because everybody always wants to seem to pray when things are going bad. <laughs> when things are going good, whoo. Yeah. I tell you what, those times of prayer can be very powerful. Yeah. Because oftentimes when you're praying, when things are going good, you're just sitting in God's presence and receiving his grace and receiving his blessings and being able to worship and praise him for what he's done in your life and what he will do in your life. Mm -hmm. And on, honestly, I think... They're both just as important to pray in times of need and in times of when you're on top of the mountain. I think they're both very important. But ultimately, just spending time in God pres God's presence is the number one answer. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's such a good point. Like, mm -hmm. to be completely transparent, I've been on, like, a pretty good high for a while now. I, mm. I feel like God has done a lot of really great things in my life. Things that a couple of years ago I would have looked at and been like, yeah, those, those are cool, but they're not, like, good enough right. for what I want in my life. Like, I want different. But now God's transforming, transforming me and redefining me through people, through prayer, through scripture, through church, and all this stuff. Um, and I feel like things have gone really well. 
Um, and when you pray in those moments, like you said, man, it's so great. But yeah. if you're down bad, like maybe you're listening right now and someone you love just got diagnosed with cancer or um, maybe you yourself got diagnosed with cancer, you're going through a financial battle, something bad is happening, man, it doesn't matter if you haven't prayed before in your life, come to God humbly mm. and watch him go to work. Cause yeah. he does dude. Like, yeah. man, we could sit here for, for sure hours. Does. Speaking of that, that was our, that was our next question too, which is how has prayer affected your life? Ooh, where do you even start? Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. I mean, honestly, like for me, the first time I saw God work because there's things in life where you can pray for a cool car and mm -hmm. you can get that through your own will. Like, awesome. Congratulations. Um, and it can get convoluted that that's a blessing from God versus I did this myself because I could do it on my own will. I know believers who have cool cars or non-believers who have cool cars, but a time in my life where it was undeniable that it was God was, um, maybe a little bit of a sharing time for me right now. <laughs> Didn't no, expect you're good. To say yeah, yeah. This, but, um, I was like 12 or 13 years old laying in bed. So I, you know, I grew up in Seattle. My mom, um, wonderful woman, even still to this day, I love her to death. Um, but kind of went down a little bit of a path there for a while where things were just not ideal. And she had a boyfriend who was just like, not the best. Um, I'll leave it at that. And I'm laying in my bed back against the wall, dude. There was nights where I didn't have food, didn't have water, didn't have electricity. We lived in the middle of nowhere. Like we had nothing. And I was alone, ran, mm -hmm. like riding solo at the house. I had no resources. And I started going to church about that time with my friend Jason. They just had a baby. Congrats to Jason and Emily for their baby. Hey. Um, but and I, he, he started bringing me to church and I started to like feel God. And I was like, God, I need help. Like, dude, I have nowhere to go. My back is against the wall. Um, I'm riding solo. I just need some help. And he started to send people into my life that like built me into the man that I am today. And four of the biggest people from that time in my life, um, outside of Jason's family who were so pivotal are my parents. Um, they took me in when they, when I was a freshman in high school, I called them my parents because they took me into their house. Um, a lot of people have different stories, whatever, whatever, but they didn't have all these resources, but they had love for me and they had love for God. And they took me in and they put my life, they helped put my life on a whole entire new path. Uh, Mikey, Missy Davis, my parents love them to death. And then another couple, Stephen Cat Maddox, um, same thing. They came into my life, blessed me with, blessed my sister and I with as normal of a child as we, as we could possibly have. And again, contributed to the people that we are today. And all that to say, you can work hard for a car. You can really work hard to make it to the NFL. You can work hard and be really good at guitar, but you can't work hard and have godly people sit into your life, mm. man. Like you can go to church and try, but God sent some like really amazing people. And I was like, that's only God. Only yeah, God can do that. For sure. Um, and I know that was like a long rant, but yeah, no, I mean, no. uh, that was just like the first time that I knew without a doubt, God is real because this is impossible. So yeah, for sure, dude, that's so good. I feel like, I've had so many stories over the times of moments where I knew that my prayers were being answered. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I think <clears throat> one thing that I know for sure during my time of moving from Iowa to Kansas city, uh, when I found Hillsong, when I found you, when I had a start developing good friendships with other believers, mm -hmm. um, during that time, I was also kind of lost in, being the same person I kind of was in college still mm. trying to meet new girls, do all sorts of stuff. And I remember praying specifically during the time for a significant other that I knew was good for me. Mm. And, uh, I'm so blessed now to have Ashley in my life yeah. at that time. I didn't know. I didn't know what God was going to do or who he was going to send me. Yeah. And even when Ashley and I first met, it's crazy how we met through TikTok on Omegle or whatever. I was live and we met. <laughs> it's just a crazy story. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, during that time, I was just like, you know, it's just another girl that I met on social media. Mm -hmm. Found out she was going to Life Church. We met, hung out a couple of times, and then Ashley got baptized. And from that moment forward, I knew that this was an answer prayer because... Yeah. God didn't just put Ashley in my life just as a friend. No, he wanted me to truly fall in love with Ashley for 
the woman of God that she was becoming. Yeah. And I could just ultimately see my prayers being answered through, um, God continuing to work in her life. Mm -hmm. And it was just a beautiful thing to see and to see where we are now. But, um, Ashley is definitely like, I always tell her she's my answered prayer because I prayed all the time for God to send me someone who knew me for myself. Um, I've been in relationships where people have treated me not very well just because I'm a very nice guy and, um, get taken advantage of. Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately he sent me someone who knows me from head to toe better than anyone that I know. And, she is definitely an answered prayer. Dude, yeah. Man, the women in our life, who, uh, yeah, Emily, man, I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm just get emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, we didn't expect this to, to happen today. <laughs> Listen, when you have a, when when you you pray, have a significant bro? other in, um, in Christ, man, it, it changes a lot. I'll let him speak on it because he's married, but. I mean, yeah, like the significant other and when you're down and you turn your, like you turn to God and look for help and he answers that it's undeniable. Mm-hmm. It's like, that was God. Um, I think there are things like a lot of people pray for a job and it's really cool, but the people and the experiences and the miracles that you get to be a part of because of your prayers, like prayer is our way to change the world. You know what I'm saying? Um, we all have a platform and we all have things that we have as gifts, talents, whatever it is that God has given us, everything that we have, God has given us, Mm -hmm. everything that's good um, we have because God gave it to us. And prayer is our way. And I've heard it it said this way before, but prayer is like our way of like directing life. You know what I'm saying? Um, And this is something that I honestly don't know, but I'm going to like, we can talk about it. We'll talk about this a second ago, Mm -hmm. but like this whole idea of does, does God change his mind? Because there are times in the Bible where you can make the case that he does. And then there's times in the Bible where you can make the case that he doesn't because it's like explicitly said God changes mind or God doesn't change his mind. Um, so that's something I'm still like kind of wrestling with. But one thing that I do know is um, Jesus prayed. Let, actually, let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Israel keeps turning their back on God when things get uncomfortable and... God is like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to hit the reset button on Israel and right. Moses, we're going to restart with you. I choose mm-hmm. you. We're going to start with you. And Moses prays, no God, like, please don't do this. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep rocking with Israel. Let's trust them. Please don't do this. And God, I forget the Hebrew word, but he ultimately changes his mind. Mm-hmm. And does he change his mind or does he, does he, uh, reward one single believer for adopting his character full on because he knows that's not good. I don't know. But anyway, that's a whole different thing I'm trying to research right now. But, yeah. Um, so we talked about Moses and then you look at the life of Jesus, pick your miracle, Lazarus, you know what I'm saying? Lazarus was dead and Jesus prayed and he went and rose Lazarus from the grave. So again, these two men who are obviously huge and pivotal people on the Bible they prayed and they saw the world change. And we have that same Holy through the Holy spirit. We have that same Holy spirit that grants us the ability to change the world and have God's will be done. The good things of God's will be done in the world because we prayed. Yeah. The we same saw power DeMar in Hamlin, prayer. Right. We saw DeMar Hamlin come back to life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And because I don't think people good. realize like that's, that's so that's crazy. A miracle. Yeah. That's so crazy. And that doesn't just happen. Like guys, when you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. Supposed to be, <laughs> but God, but God. Yeah. Enough said, but God said, um, says who I'm God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, I think prayer helps you get in tune with God. It helps you adopt, a, uh, his character. It helps you, um, take up your cross mm. and go live it out in the world because we know that when God start, when you go start and pray, start to pray and develop that relationship with you, you're going to be convicted. When you read the word, you're going to be convicted oh, yeah. because you, he's going to start pointing out the things in your life, the pain points where you're, where you're sinning, where you're mm-hmm. missing the mark. That's the, the definition of the word sin. And he's going to clean those up with you. And he's not going to say, go fix this and then come back to me and then I'll right. answer your prayers. Right. He's like, take my hand. Yeah. Let's go yeah. together. You know what I'm saying? And Jesus but in the Old Testament, they had to give sacrifices and burnt offerings and guilt offerings and sin offerings and all these things. And then God would come. Mm-hmm. 
but Jesus died on the cross. And now like our lawyer, he's our representative in the world. Mm. And he's also our representative when we go and we pray to God. That's why we pray in Jesus name because he's rocking with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Now we have full access to go talk to God and pray Mm -hmm. with him and learn with Jesus there through the Holy spirit. Like the Trinity is so huge in prayer. Um, But yeah, you know, I I could just ramble for days. So good. (laughs) So good, dude. Um, well, we're getting close on time, but really? we're going to, yeah, bro, we're speeding through this one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think, what are we at? 54. We Dude, about, it's been 54 minutes. Yeah, I know. I thought it was like 25. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you talk about God, bro. Yeah. Um, I hope we didn't just like say the same thing over. I don't think we did. I no. think this was a good conversation yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I feel like the more we thought about it though, the more we talked about it, the more we realized how important it is to pray that God's will be done. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I feel like we talked about that a lot, but I think that's and a very important part of prayer. Like yeah. that's it's undeniable. Yeah. I mean, the word supports it too. It's not like we're just saying that just to say it either. Like, and we've seen our lives changed by praying that God's will be done. You know what I mean? hundred percent. So I know we said that a lot and we touched on that a lot, but it's very important to know that you're praying to God for his will to be done and not your own because mm-hmm. a selfish lifestyle and selfish prayers won't get you anywhere in life. Yeah. It's just going to, lead you down the path that you've been on. Right. You know, you're struggling with things. You keep going the same way. Mm-hmm. And you you can't be shocked when, you know, your life is going down the same path. You keep doing the same thing. Yeah. But I don't, th- I don't think we can emphasize it any more than we already have, but mm-hmm. like God's will. And then ultimately spending that time in a time and space um, and giving God thanks. Like, yeah. Use prayer as a time to give God thanks and listen to his voice as well as praying that his will be done. And, we're gonna to touch on a couple things here. Uh, we're gonna do this oh, yeah, at the yeah. end. Of, we're gonna do this at the end of every episode from now on. Um, but it's gonna be called the Holy Homework. Yeah, let's go. Um, <laughs> and we're basically gonna give you guys about three to four tips on um, you know what you can do after every episode of the topic that we've touched on um, to help you grow in your relationship with God. Um, and so first, I'll let Zach go ahead and take the first one. Yeah, and I love this too. The because you know, the talking and everything is great and, mm-hmm. the, and the teaching that we're trying to do as best we can just being young guys, but the actionable steps applying, applying mm-hmm. into your life, not just knowing it, knowing right. it's not enough. Faith without good works is dead. Simple, you know, Apply, so we, yeah. yeah, but yeah, it won't be the dead horse. But the first one that we had is a time and space. Again, let's go back a little bit in our conversation. We talked about Jesus and the Eremos going off to the deserted place. Um, build margin in your schedule. Maybe even put an event on your calendar. That's a non-negotiable. This is my time, like like my focus time with God. I'm mm-hmm. constantly in prayer with him, but this is my meeting time with God um, where I speak to him and I more importantly, listen for him. Right. You know, um, number two, pray correctly. Mm. Uh, like we were talking about, pray God's will be done, but also look again at, please, please, please look at Luke 11. Um, if you don't know the Lord's prayer, I highly suggest you learn it. Yeah. Um, me and Ashley, we say it before every single meal, um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We don't really eat breakfast, but <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, say it before every meal. And when you say it, make sure you say it in a meaningful manner. You're not just saying words to say words, mm-hmm. um, but instead you're you're praying with a faithful, loving, caring heart for God. And again, praying that his will would be done. Don't pray selfishly. Pray with a expectant heart and knowing that God's going to go to work in, in your life. Yeah. And don't deny the transformation. I mm-hmm. denied God transforming me for years. Um, and now it's just really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like the disciple has asked him, how should we pray? Like, mm-hmm. this is a big one. You pray all the time, Jesus. Like, how should we pray? And he tells them in Luke 11, just like you said, and it's a whole, it's a whole, if you pick apart the Lord's prayer, dude, you're going to see that there's different things happening without where within the prayer, um, that you're going to learn the more you examine it. But like, Man, yeah. I'll, so I'll say it real quick for those of you that don't know it. Again, you can look at it in the Bible, but it's our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for God's the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. There's a lot to pick apart in that, but you're going to notice if you go through and actually look at it, Jesus is telling you step by step how you should structure your prayers. Yeah, and even your life. And your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And number three, um, if we're not guiding you 
guiding the listeners to to pray Mm -hmm. and to go in the word and to go to church, then we have failed. You know what I'm saying? So the third one, of course, is um, we want you to open your Bibles this week. Read Luke 11, 1, verse 13, or verse 1 through 13, which Jalen just said, that's the Lord's Prayer. Uh, Second verse is James 5, 13 to 18. And we'll have this in the show notes and we'll also have this, uh, we'll post it on social media Mm -hmm. so you guys can know these three steps. But just to reiterate, James James 5, 15 or 13 through 18 and then psalm 139 23 to 24 those are three verses luke 11 james 5 psalm 139 that we truly believe are there's so many there's yeah. there's hundreds to pull apart but at least for starters those are three that we like and i'm gonna i'm gonna like. throw in one more too james 4 3 okay james 4 3 is also very good yeah and we won't say them because we want you, want to go you guys to do your homework yeah <laughs> we're like that teacher um, that you never like yeah exactly and and when you get done with these steps like talk to someone in your life about it you know mm. um faith isn't meant to be done alone so lean on some people maybe do this with some some friends and some loved ones but uh but yeah, we just want you to grow closer to Jesus, not closer to Jalen and Zach, not closer to your pastor, not closer to that girl that you're going to church for because you have a crush on her. Like we're trying to get you closer to Jesus. Um, and we think that these are three things that yeah. would be super helpful. But yeah. For sure. Again, man, prayer is huge. Very, very, very big part of your relationship with God. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of times too, and this isn't for people who are you know, have been believers for a long time. But I feel like one thing that people struggle with who are new believers or trying to, you know, have a relationship with God is they're like, man, I, I just don't, I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do when I, you know, like you're telling me to pray to God, but like, how do I know he's listening? Or what do I say? Or how do I know it's his voice? Yeah. 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 Oh, just open up your heart. Mm-hmm. Sit down again, like Zach, like Zach said, make a time and a place. And again, if you're new to Christianity, you're new to a relationship with God say right now is the time and the space. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like, you know, because we said make a time and a space that like, you're like, all right, I have to do my one o'clock prayer no. like this. Like, no, right now, as you're listening to this podcast could be your time and your space. Mm-hmm. But like when you open up to God in that time and in that space, open up your heart, just talk, speak to God, know that he's always listening. Like we said, he's all knowing. <laughs> always he's listening. All, oh, bro, <laughs> always listening. So like, don't feel like you have to like, like oh god i love you so much yeah, you know like yeah, don't yeah. feel like you're under pressure like it's literally like if i was talking to zach right mm-hmm. now yeah. i'm gonna just be like yo what's Dude. up bro yeah <laughs> yeah not a, not actually how i pray but yeah, like yeah. obviously that we have like tons of structure to god it and, and right yeah yeah, yeah. We, we come with respect like mm-hmm. that goes without saying but yeah Jalen's right um don't put too much pressure on yourself right if you put so pressure good. on your, that's not what god asked for mm-hmm. like he doesn't want you to put pressure on yourself he wants you to have a relationship with him um and as you be transformed your standards are going to get heightened yeah but you know um prayer is huge we've seen prayer work in our lives and lives of our loved ones um if there's something you're praying for that we can pray with you or pray for you send it in dm email whatever it is um we want to be there uh you know, miracles happen when the world comes together and prays. Look at Demar Hamlin. Look at—I mm-hmm. mean, we we love sports. Ryan Chazier, all kinds of people yeah. who—they're not supposed to be where they are today. But God said, "I got something more important for this." But God. You know, um, man, so yeah, good, man. I just feel like there's so much to go over. But yeah, this is a good start. More, more, more to talk about every single time, yeah. bro. <laughs> we go every time we finish, like we hit the stop recording button, and we're like, "Man, that was so good." But yeah. Man, that was great, but yeah, <laughs> we're always like, there's always so much more to talk about. But. You gotta be careful, too. You like get in the word and you open. It's like a Pandora's box. Mm. You're like, boom. Oh, oh I can touch on this. I yeah. can touch on this. <laughs> I can touch. It's so crazy. Yeah, but we're so thankful for you guys. Uh, like Zach said, I think it's really important to pray for other people. So, um, if you guys have any prayer requests, please let us know. If you do, please, please, please. Actually, I'm adding this to the holy homework. Okay, <laughs> drop in the comment section below. If you're on YouTube or Apple or whatever you're listening or watching on, if you're especially if you're on YouTube, drop in the comment section below a prayer request that you've been praying for, and uh, me and Zach will definitely be praying for you guys. Mm-hmm. And so, then in a year when it comes to life, you can yeah. go back, look at that comment, and be like, oh, God, God's real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do that too. Mm-hmm. Log. Take a log. I, I, I take a prayer log and... Sometimes like, it's not like I'm checking God or auditing him, but I like to reflect and go back and see, like, sometimes I'm like, I prayed for that. That was not good. Um, and then sometimes I see like, 
oh, wow, I forgot about that. And God mm. turned that situation around. Right. Wow. You know. So good. Humility. Yeah. 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 One last reminder for prayer. Um, <laughs> one last thing. One more thing. I one just more thought thing. of this. Just thought of this. If you are, if you have decided to give your life to Christ, when you pray, when was the last time you thanked God for your salvation? Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. We could touch on this another day, we but are. I'm going to say that for those of you who have been believers for a while, if you have been saved, think about the last time that you thanked God for your salvation, and please include that in your prayer next time you pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very important to thank God for saving you. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I wanted to make sure I threw that in because we didn't touch on that, but. Yeah, we'll touch we'll touch on salvation like as a whole probably at some point. That's so, a deep one. Yeah. yeah, so maybe we'll touch on that. Maybe that'll be our next episode. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, we'll see. That one takes some research for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. Maybe God was like, that was definitely the Holy Spirit telling me like, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, when's the last time you thanked me for something? Oh, <laughs> uh, last Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, thanks guys so much for joining us today. Yeah. We're grateful for you, and we hope that this is helping you uh, grow your faith, grow your relationship with Jesus. Um, like Jalen says all the time, share it with someone that you care about. Um, use this as a as a conversation starter, uh, maybe for someone that you're praying for or contending for in their life. Um, and again, we just come to you humbly and we say thank you. We pray before we meet and before we talk just that God would come in. Um, and we're just grateful that he gave us two voices and hearts that are, you know, searching for him. We're not perfect, mm-hmm. but man, he's he's equipped us. So yeah. we're going after him, you know. For sure, for sure. Um, well, you guys know the drill hit the like button the subscribe button make sure you guys please 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 like we said share it with somebody that you're praying for and uh this was episode six about prayer we appreciate you guys we love you we're praying for you and we will see you guys in the next one peace peace